Welcome to a Myths and Men podcast, recorded live in Atlanta, Georgia. On this show, you enjoy candid conversations for men, by men, about men's issues with an amazing twist. By exploring the arts, music, games, and film, our aim is to help men better understand themselves and navigate through life's daily challenges in order to become happier and more successful. I'm your co-host, John Parker. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Daniel P. David. And this is of Myths and Men. Just in case you missed it on the intro, this is Of Myths and Men podcast. I am John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. It is great to have you all in the building with us today. Is that is that okay to say? So I'm used to this, you know, like hip hop stuff in the building. We in the building, but it, nobody's in the building but us. No, it's Saturday morning again. <laughs> so I'll reserve that in the building phrase until we do it like a live remote show. Yeah. And I'll say you're all in the building. Welcome to... Of Myths and Men? Yes. Okay. All yes. right. Cool. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. So we, as we do when we prepping for the show, we, we have conversations about life. Right. And about what's going on in the world. And today. I've been caught again. <laughs> Daniel mentioned. See, I said it up yeah, front. There Daniel, you go. I didn't struggle I with it, right? I good about that. Right? Daniel said uh, he wants to know more about Black Twitter. And he was going to go log on and get us an account so that we can uh, engage with those in the Black Twitter world. And uh... and it's amazing because I didn't know that there was no such thing. Although <laughs> although our local uh, public radio mm-hmm. WABE uh-huh. had a whole spotlight on Black Twitter, right? And had this massive conversation <laughs> on it. So I was so excited. I was like, okay, let me go find Black Twitter so we can post our of uh, Miss and Men yeah. uh, podcast. And uh, I got a rude awakening. I mean, it was. I was. I was shocked. I was like, "Yo, wait, maybe I've missed it." Because all of this time, I, I felt good that I thought I had taught you something <laughs> or showed you something. I was excited too. I was like, "Well, I guess there was Black Planet for a while. But that was <laughs> sketchy and some other stuff." But uh, you know, after doing a little googling to confirm my initial thoughts and my disappointment, yes, it just seems that Black Twitter is just a place that exists amongst the regular twitter i guess so where negroes from all places shape sizes and continents come to to have conversations yes on what we used to call subtweet you know you put a you have what that is yeah so subtweet was you have a twitter tweet that you put out there but it actually has a hidden meaning Mm -hmm. that only certain people will get whether it's an inside joke with a friend or whatever the case may be and uh, black twitter kind of falls in that that market I, I had to confess. <laughs> Again. So listen, if you all At are least out I'm there, trying. Hey man, that was a great attempt. So last week, yeah. you know, it was it was gangster rap, you know what yeah. I mean? Getting followed on all the social media platforms and now it's black Twitter. I appreciate your attempts to reach out to the people. Well, I, I want to. Yeah. I, I think this message is important. I do too. Men men everywhere need to understand what life is about right. via of myths and men podcast. Right. Yep. So, you know, Again, I, I didn't want to put you out there like that, but I feel like the people had to know and understand that Black Twitter is 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 not a real place. It's all cool. It's it's just a place where people go to escape the reality. It's like Cheers. It's like Cheers on the internet. You just want to go where everybody knows your name. Oh, now we're gonna talk about going to a pub. Hey, well, that's <laughs> it's too early for that. I know it's five o'clock somewhere, no, but it's too early no, for that right now. I don't drink. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, again, welcome to a Missing Man podcast. Today, we are going to go on an interesting journey. Um, for those of you that followed us for some time, you know, we, we love to talk about all things Star Wars. And yes. so we did our first initial show. We talked about Kylo Ren and his kind of interactions with his father. And now we're kind of moving on to another character that has very, 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 like, substantive. Is that right? Substantive? Yeah. Substantive. Yeah. Sub, there's a, a, something I'm missing in there. Is it substantive? Is it substantive? I'll go with that right now because I'm drawing a blank. Okay, I think it's substantive. Okay, right? yes. I, think, I feel like I'm He's missing substantial. a... substantial. Yeah, substantial. Right. I was, I'm missing a syllable or something in there. Right. It's too early for this. He has a substantial character that has substantial depth that is substantially important to our yes. conversation today, yes. right? Yes, yes. Um, and his name is Finn, uh, better known as... What is FN2187 in... Uh, that is amazing. That you did that. Yes, I I know I'm, that by heart. I'm looking through notes and everything. Yes. I'm like I'm struggling right yep. now. All right, well that is Finn. He is a character in Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and basically we we couldn't pass up on talking about this guy. No, I really like I really like Finn, and I like his character development, especially when we think about young men and uh, men in general. When we're talking about you know you know starting out in life and going out in to the world of the unknown, to face our fears, to, you know, we talk about um, 
tests test and uh, dealing with our enemies and especially the enemies within is you know fear a lot of young men experience fear so this is sort of a you know from coward to hero uh, development yeah but yeah it's exactly that and I, it was such a sweet deal that we got that it was written out so eloquently for us in this movie that all we had to do was come in and check out the scenes and right break it down right it was it, it was it's amazing to mm-hmm. me and um you know we got the script off of online mm-hmm. it, it's available and so yeah. we went through it and we kind of prepped for this because it's pretty important mm-hmm. to understand h- how we can go from just this ordinary guy and you know no one starts out thinking they're going to be a hero right. no one starts out as a hero in life we all uh, start out pretty much wondering what's going to happen with our lives and where are we going. And, you know, I think the whole development of Finn from where he starts out, you know, we can talk about right now, like, I guess when we, the opening scene, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we see him, and this is really uh, a, a sort of a mysterious scene because you, you've, we've never seen care between stormtroopers right, before, ever, right? ever, ever. Right? So his buddy, this stormtrooper gets shot down and he reaches to see if he's okay and you know and the this this stormtrooper reaches up with a bloody hand and and marks his uh f2187's uh helmet with Mm -hmm. a blood mark Mm -hmm. and we understand you know that to be some sort of symbol as well as a way to tell all these uh stormtroopers apart you know that that, that, you know he's he's this guy you know that that starts out as uh you know, a stormtrooper. Right. So I, I really like this part because I think that symbolism says he's a marked man. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some sort of cowardice there. There's some fear that we're going to start to see mm-hmm. coming out of him. Uh, and, and we go into the scene where the villagers have been rounded up mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he's being told um, with the other stormtroopers to shoot the villagers. And we see him actually stopping. He can't do it. Uh, he's having second thoughts, and maybe there's some some sense of conscious conscience coming here. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, Kylo Ren mm-hmm. at towards the end of that scene uh, notices him as as Kylo Ren's going back to the ship. Mm-hmm. You know, notices uh, Finn, and you know we have some real question about this character. Who is this guy? You know, what's he all about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was it was beautifully laid out in the sense that you like you mentioned we don't know stormtroopers never except for bob well bob fett wasn't a stormtrooper who there's i guess there's really never been a stormtrooper that had any significant role that i can think of right um in the you know one through one through three or i guess one through six um episodes and for for again like you mentioned opening scene where you see poe shoot a stormtrooper normally you wouldn't think anything of it but then you see him fall and you see fn run over to him grab him he touches his mask like you said and puts the mark on him and it's like yo that in that moment you're like oh yeah these are people i think because of the way they look or how they're dressed you may think like maybe they're robots or you know if you don't have a lot of um i guess familiarity with the the star star wars um films right you can go into that movie thinking like oh these guys must be some kind of robots so they're all dressed the same there's a whole bunch of them they follow orders blindly well in the past they were drones that's um they were clones Clones. i'm sorry yes they were clones and so now it's actual people right so it went from clones to actual people um that were trained and we'll get into that background as well but it's the the before now they didn't have personality they didn't have you know you weren't drawn into them as being people and so when you see fn reach down it, it, it threw me for a loop because i'm like oh wow this is what this is okay there must be people now because yeah, suddenly being nice to this yeah. or, or caring towards yeah. this guy and you yeah. never see that before in any right. of the previous star wars um so that was kind of intriguing to me in a sense of like okay i definitely want to know what's going on and the fact that he didn't shoot anybody when kylo ren commanded everybody to shoot really shows you like all right there's something going on with this guy i want to find out more i want to know what's going on and so that's what led us to going on to this journey like all right let's let's take this character let's follow him and let's see what happens in his development um in the movie mm-hmm. and it, it plays out wonderfully um i think in terms of even looking at the hero's journey and little bits and pieces right, there and then right. character development like you said from coward to hero or coward to confidence or coward to courage however you want to look at it um so we go we go from the opening scene to um we get on to the, the base, I guess, of Kylo Ren right. um, and the rest of the troopers. and Well, they're actually on a, a, a Sark 
cruiser, battle cruiser. Battle cruiser. Okay. Yes, they're on the battle cruiser, and they're, you know, so they're at the uh, at the ship, and then we start seeing the whole uh, interesting part about this stormtrooper being, first of all, asked by his captain, mm-hmm. Captain Phasma, mm-hmm. um, to surrender his um, uh, his gun, mm-hmm. and he said his gun malfunctioned. Mm-hmm. That's why he didn't fire on the villagers. Yeah. And, you know, but you could see the panic in his face because he had taken off his helmet. Right. Yeah. And it's really important to highlight this because, you know, in character development, especially in in the Star Wars mythology, there is, you know, it speaks to people who um, are are on their own journey. And I think that when we're talking about men and young men, especially starting out in life, the whole association with fear of the unknown, fear of danger, fear of um, you know uh, things happening that we that are out of our control, fear of being trapped. So, you know, um, maybe we're talking to some young men or someone today who's been trapped in a in a toxic family situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it also reminds me too of um, when you mentioned his face and the sweat and taking his mask off of two different things that are in the same line. So we have like gang initiations and people that potentially may work in an environment where they're asked to do things that they don't want to do, but they have to do them. So in a gang initiation, like, Hey, you got to shoot somebody, kill somebody, rob somebody. You get blood in, blood out, maybe getting jumped. You know what I mean? And that initial fear, like, yeah, who, who wants to, take up arms and kill somebody to become a part of an organization. Right. But you have to press past that. Right. And so in this situation, this is Finn's first, or FN at the time, his first um, initiation into the gang is like, hey, we're going to shoot these unarmed villagers. You right. know what I mean? That's right. just what we're going to do. Same thing maybe if you're in a corporate environment where they're like, hey, we're going to change the tap water and you might be giving toxic chemicals to these people, but we trying to save the city money. So you act like you don't know what's going on, you or, know, or we're killing the environment through fracking or some yeah, other yeah. other thing. And we know we're doing it, but, but we have a job, right? Right. 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 Yeah. I got a job to do. Yeah. I got yeah. a job to do. And it's good. Cause you can see that even though he had a job to do, he wrestled with that tension of this is not something that I want to do. Right. He grew a conscience, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, yeah. this is probably the beginning of, where he's starting to realize that he needs to get out of this bad situation, mm-hmm. get out of this toxic situation. Mm-hmm. And and maybe we're speaking to someone today who is feeling that pressure because mm-hmm. that they're in a maybe they're they're in a job they don't like and it's making them sick. Mm-hmm. They're so stressed out, not doing well. Mm-hmm. Or they might be in a family situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, we do talk to a lot of men as therapists who are in family situations and, you know, we're not here to bash anybody, Mm -hmm. but we definitely see toxic family relationships and how bad it can be. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important um, when we start to realize these things that, Hey, maybe we need to get out of here. Right. Um, But in this case, you know, FN2187 was really afraid, had no family to go to, no, no place to go to. He just want to get away. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he started this whole process of, being on a run right right yeah yep. so the next time we see um fn he is walking down the hallway we don't really know it's him right um and then he goes in and he frees poe right? right um and in that scene you kind of begin to kind of see where his character is there's some some funny moments right in there, but there's a lot of truth telling about his character and who he is so fill us in well it's it's just funny because he goes in and you know he's trying to so-called rescue (laughs) Poe, right? right? right, uh Well, you know, remember now, Poe is already a hero in this journey, Mm -hmm. right? He's already earned his marks. And, um, and so he's, he's wise and he's smart. He's, you know, he's gone through the whole process of becoming a hero. And we see, uh, FN trying to, uh, you know, say, uh, can you, can you get us out of here? Can you fly, Mm -hmm. you know, and he, and, and, and what was his remark? He said, uh, the first thing he says, uh, uh, Poe asked him, why is he doing this? Um, and he said, uh, because it's the right, the right thing, thing to do. To do. Yeah. It's, right. That's hilarious. Right. You know, and the Poe questions him like, are you sure about that? Or do you just need a pilot? He was like, I just need a pilot. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So we can get out of here. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's also very telling that sometimes what we do is we, we may need to, meet another hero, mm-hmm. meet someone with, you know, we've talked about mentors mm-hmm. and I think Poe's going to become very important to 
uh, FN at this point um, in this journey. So I think it's it's important to really uh, begin to see their relationship and and understand that. So you know, uh, so they they escape right, and and that was a great scene. Yeah. I mean, like taking that Tie Fighter right, and right. you know and. Uh, Poe po is asking him, "Hey, what's your name?" And he mm-hmm. says, "FN two one eight seven. And then I, I really love that because actually Poe names him, right? Finn. Oh yeah, that is yeah, that is pretty significant. He gets named by this guy that's probably going to be a mentor to him, at right? One time, right? Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And I think well, another thing that I thought was amazing too is that as in that scene where he's helping Poe escape, he's doing the right thing for the wrong reason right potentially you know there's some debate about that but it's so he can get out of there so this is my time i've been plotting my plan of escape and finally now i have somebody that can help me get out of here and so of course i want to help i'm 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 gonna need your help in getting out of here um but it's it's it ends up being a good thing although his motivation and motives weren't exactly you know the best right you know when Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey when we talked about it and, you know, we will be talking about it more uh, in upcoming uh, podcasts, but this is where we, where the young men go out and we have to get beyond the wall. We Mm -hmm. have to cross, cross the threshold and, um, and then we find our allies. Right. And this is the part where I think uh, Finn is finding his first ally. He's still afraid. He's mm-hmm. still a coward. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's still wanting to run. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think that's our definition mm-hmm. right now is just run away from things. Right. Yep. Escape. Yep. Not and, face them. Right. And and when we when we talk to young men, um, often we find young men trying to run. Well, you know, we we talk about alcoholism. We talk mm-hmm. about drug addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, ways to escape responsibility. We talk about failure to launch for 20-somethings, uh, a, a decade that's very important for young right. men. Yes. You know, um, We also uh, see young men hide in video games. Right. And, you know, um, we like video games. Mm-hmm. We like movies. We I like do. film. We yes. like art. But there are these things can become excessive, and they become escapes. Mm-hmm. And so for Finn, you know, he's just looking to escape mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um and it's interesting because at this point he's now found his first ally mm-hmm. in the whole hero's journey, yeah. and Poe is the ally, and mm-hmm. Poe names him, mm-hmm. gives him a name. So I think that's pretty awesome. Um, and we see this little battle scene where uh, uh, Finn now <laughs> yeah. is actually, you know, he shoots a, one of those laser cannons, and he's getting all excited, right, like right. you know, like I did that, I did that. Yeah. You know, we think about um, the boy. That's trying to grow up to be a man mm, and mm-hmm. wanting uh, dad's approval. Right. Hey, did you see dad? Yeah. I shot that. I shot that. Yeah. And you know, it's so it's it's a neat little scene because it does signify that uh, Finn really was developing from right. the beginning, mm-hmm. and he's like this little kid who wants approval, yeah. you know, from the hero who is such a great pilot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and later on, Kylo Ren says, you know to Poe, I didn't know we had the best pilot in the resistance. So, you know, it's really um, putting a mark on Poe as the hero. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, that we find out that um, Finn and other stormtroopers, I guess, since they stopped using clones for whatever reasons, are trained from birth or whenever they're taken from their families to be troopers. Like, that's their goal in life. Right. And so missing that time where he probably should have been out playing and developing and growing and um enjoying family and getting lessons from dad or whatever the case may be he was out being trained to be a killer you know and mm-hmm. and, and so having this freedom to kind of be who he is and seeing him get excited about shooting the blasters and accomplishing something right um although he's probably killing somebody but you know what i mean oh i guess he was shooting like those rockets down I yeah guess, yeah whatever. Like, uh but it was just one of those things where it's just like this excitement that comes from him actually doing something that's meaningful and actually being able to be useful um and not mis- necessarily doing something that he doesn't disagree with you know that 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 uh that goes against his conscience i think is great too and then the fact that poe doesn't tear him down after that right you know, oh, that right. wasn't nothing i've done that a thousand times like right. no he was encouraging in that moment right which is key because you'll have dads or uncles or mentors well hopefully not mentors but people that will shoot somebody down in those moments and instead of encouraging them it deflates them and yes it sends them in the opposite yes. direction and you know for the guys that we talk to every day 
Um, you know, the thing that I am really emphasizing with young men is that we need validation from men. True. You know, men need men, as we've said before, mm-hmm. and it's important to understand that where do we get our validation from? Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, ultimately, our goal is to be able to self-validate, right. to be able to believe in ourselves and to have confidence in ourselves. But initially, when a young man's going out into the world, you know, looking for mentors and wanting to uh, have a happy or a successful life, um, you know, we're hungry for validation. Mm-hmm. We really want validation. And I've always said that for men to get real validation, they need to get it from other men. Right. And, yeah. you know, so that so that there's a passing of a baton or, you know, an inclusion in the tribes, so to speak, that men can feel like they belong with other men and they can feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. I will often say that uh, a man who does not feel good about his his own um, identity as a man will probably be abusive, aggressive, mm. um, feel lots of shame. Yeah. And so it's important that men understand this, that, you know, we, we don't get it from our wives. We don't get it from our girlfriends. It's not about, you know, um, uh, conquest and conquering. Right. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, growing up. It's, mm. it's about maturing as a man and, and fitting into real men's shoes yeah. and, you know, getting rid of that shame that we talk about as well. Yeah, no, that's, all of that is brilliant, and it's it's funny that again, if if we're not taught these things, or to if we don't know how to recognize these things, which I think comes out very well in the therapeutic process, you don't know what you what you're missing, and you don't know where these hurts come from. You don't right. know where these wounds come from, right. and you don't know even how to ward them off. You know, and so I think again, that's why we're here, and we're trying to encourage guys like, hey, there are things that are lying dormant, or things that are underneath the surface that you don't even know or recognize and understand that are slowly killing you eating away at you, destroying right. you, and not right. allowing you to become who you want to become. And that's why this stuff is important. That's right. why therapy is important. Right. That's why having a mentor, meeting with other men, having these conversations are important. Right, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we saw this in our episode with Kylo Ren and Han Solo and the disappointment that um, Ben, yes. Kylo Ren, had with mm-hmm. his dad and, and how it made him bitter and pop- probably helped him to um, move him towards the dark side of the force. Yeah. So... A lot of young men grow up with resentments. They have huge resentments against um, maybe maybe their fathers for not being there or or uh, society uh, because the father really represents society in many ways, um, structure, order, and um, boundaries and things like that are that are good and healthy for uh, a young man as he's growing up. Yeah. But if he doesn't have them, you know, and he doesn't have a father or uh, an older man to guide him, and he's He's um, with his mother and often, you know, I know mothers do their best, but, you know, uh, I've seen young men get so enraged with their mothers Mm -hmm. and resentful towards their mothers Mm -hmm. because um, they really want validation from a man. Yeah. And they know that their mothers are trying to overcompensate for Mm -hmm. it. And that really is painful. Yeah. So, you know, um, this whole thing that uh, Finn is getting from Poe is so important. Mm -hmm. It's his first validation. Yeah. You know, I shot that and yeah. you know, it's like, cool, you know, yeah. man, that's, 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 we're going to move on. But I, yeah. I thought that was what you just said was amazing too. Like even further establishing, and I guess I'm thinking through like next movies, right. but like further establishing that bond, like, yo, this is the man that, and we're going to talk about their interactions a little bit more, but just where he got his start, man, this is like right. his Yoda, you know, right. almost yeah. in a sense, like, yeah. you know, validating Absolutely. him, helping him escape. Although it was bigger than just him escaping, it was helping him become make this transition from right. coward to having courage. Yes. Like that's, ooh, yes. Ugh, ugh, this is what we do here, guys. Yeah. We look at these things and we see the deeper pictures. Yeah. You know what I mean? We understand what's like under, underlying the surface. But anyway, um, I don't want to pat us on the back too much, but we are good at what we do. <laughs> um, so the next, the next big scene uh, that we have with Finn is um, him uh, crash landing on Jakku. Right. Um, finding... Uh, What's what he believes is the left of Poe, right? Uh, which is the I guess the the Tie Fighter that they were on, right? And Poe's jacket, right? Uh, but po- no Poe to be found. But no Poe to be found, right? Um, so I guess in his mind he's like, well, you know, it was nice knowing you, right? And, you know, he right. doesn't tear up or get sad or nothing like that, but he's like, I got to keep going, right? Um, so he puts on the jacket or just use it as cover, stumbles into a new area uh, where he runs into Ray. Ray, I know. Yeah. I really like this scene. This yeah. is this is fun. It is, you know, um, you know, Ray is there with um, BB-8, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, already being 
accosted by some <laughs> thugs that, right. that want to take the droid away from her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Finn uh, thinks he's going to go rescue her. Right. He's, he yeah. sees her. Well, this is after Finn is looking for water Why, and yeah, he's like yeah, thirsty, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. And then and then Finn sees this whole uh, scene and runs to, to go help her and yeah. then sees her kick the stuffings yeah, out hey, of them. Hey, you can say you're a grown man you can say whatever you want to say the shit out of them <laughs> so uh so um you know so he thinks he's gonna go and and rescue her mm-hmm. and he finds out she can rescue herself right, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's not gonna help so he right. ba- he's backing off and mm-hmm. of course uh the droid sees uh finn with poe's jacket mm-hmm. and you know and then ray comes after him and hits him with that yeah. stick yeah. and it's like yeah. you know and knocks him on the ground and uh-huh. you know and and she calls him a thief right right, right. yeah so this is the whole thing about his whole identity mm-hmm. he, he's not seen as anything good yet right yeah you know yeah he's he's um you know leaving this toxic world of being a stormtrooper mm-hmm. and now he's being called a thief right and you know he's still he's still on the run right yeah. mm-hmm. so the whole scene with um uh ray is really cool yeah i like part of it too because you can see the hero in him right you can see the courage in him like right. no one else on that planet or that planet in that area was coming to ray's rescue when he she was being accosted by those guys nobody it's dozens of maybe hundreds of people that right. are around right he sees her something within him and says hey i gotta go save this damsel in distress Come to find out, she's no damsel. Well, right. maybe she's a damsel, but she's not in distress. She uh, works out at the gym. Right, right, right. She <laughs> she handles her business. Um, right. And so then you can see immediately once he recognizes she doesn't need his help, then he goes back into okay, let me go back to what I'm doing. Right. You know, and it's just like those moments can happen. Like mm-hmm. you can you can lack courage, be in fear, have those moments of clarity. Like oh, I need to jump into uh, rescue mode, or I need to you know figure out what it I, what it is I need to do to help, but then go right back into your own thing. Once you feel like the situation is taken care of. Now, I, I'm assuming he would have fought if he needed to or at least try to talk his way into figuring out what was going on. Right. But that moment was very fleeting for him. It wasn't something that was long lasting. Um, and I think, you know, somewhere maybe it plays out later on. I, maybe it got worked out through the through the movie. But I thought that was an interesting thing where you can have that moment, but still it just goes away because that's not it wasn't a part of his makeup. You know, there was no. You know, does that does that make well, sense? Well, yeah. I mean, it also speaks to right now he's not a hero. Mm-hmm. He's running. And a lot of guys, we get caught up in rescuing people to make mm-hmm. ourselves feel better. Right. And we get into bad relationships mm-hmm. because we are, we're going to rescue the damsel in, in distress sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And we've really got to realize that we haven't even taken care of ourselves. Right, and right. We're, we're not, you know we're not really battle ready and yeah. we're not really prepared and we're not absolutely, you know, mature on the inside. Mm-hmm. So we're going to run to a fight, you <laughs> know, right. instead yeah. of running away from a fight. Yeah. But I mean, it does say something about Ray too. I mean, mm-hmm. I want to give credit to women, you know, out there as well. <laughs> I know there are plenty of women that are listening yeah. and, um, you know, they can hold their own too. Mm-hmm. It's about equality here. Mm-hmm. I think is, is, is important, but uh, you know, when we get to Finn, mm-hmm. we, we have to really understand that he's going through his own development. So he's yeah. kind of growing a conscience yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. You see him go from protector to kind of coward in that moment like yeah. uh when she ch- comes charging after him he's like oh man i gotta get out of here right? <laughs> right so he i guess because he saw her handle business yeah right like, he's like i'm gonna yeah. get beat up myself right. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually he catches her uh or she catches him then he hears the uh stormtroopers coming right and then he grabs her hand he's like we gotta get out of here right. she's like leave me stop grabbing my hand like <laughs> yeah. i don't need your help leave me alone and so you kind of see those moments even in that he's still trying to be a leader of some sort right but it's funny because i think for him it's he recognizes the danger it's not necessarily because he's trying to be a hero or saver he's like yo we got to get out of here right. because i know what the impending danger that's about to happen but in that moment it's still comical and it's still lighthearted because he right. grabs her hand and tries to lead her it's twice and right. she yells at right, him right. like go of my hand you know it's <laughs> like and I, I look at it as misery loves company. Right. So, you know, if you, you're going to get shot at, take a bunch of people with you. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> it's like swimming with sharks. Hey, man, you know what? Maybe he'll get you and not me. Right, So we exactly. just stay in a group, right? Right. So, yeah. So then um, fast forward a little bit. They get out of that scene, jump into the Millennial Falcon. And it's just, you know, you see the flirtiness of right. their kind of relationship in the beginning there. So it's, you know, men may, you know, you may not be the, the hero, but dudes, we still have a little bit of, in us when we see something we like. 
You know what a I mean? A little it, inner need it, there. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's nothing overt, and he's not coming on strong, but there's right. a lot of flirty in their in their relationship at right, this point. Right, And we can see where this, um, where Finn is now starting to, to, to develop even more um, as he's lying to Ray. I mean, he, mm-hmm. you know, and she she asked him about, are you with the resistance? And he mm-hmm. does that comical little thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm, I'm with the resistance. Of course I'm with the resistance. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, and, and, you know, and, and it's funny because he says, this is what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like okay. <laughs> so unless they're all clones. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. Trying to convince yourself. I think he's trying to convince himself this <laughs> right. is what the resistance right. looks like. Like yeah. this is some sort of self-talk, right, you know, right, right. positive affirmation. Uh-huh. I'm with the resistance. I am the resistance. Yes. You know, so uh-huh. it, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and 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 that little droid knows that he's lying. <laughs> he's looking like what is happening right now? Right, like uh, so confused, right, you know. Uh-huh. So it, it's hilarious. Um, we really do see the uh, the the whole um, development there, and then of course when the 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 ship mm-hmm. uh, gets captured by that bigger ship, mm-hmm. and then we find out it's Han Solo mm-hmm. and che- Chewbacca, right? Mm-hmm. Or Chewy, 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 yeah. yeah, or Chewbacca. It's Chewbacca, yeah. yeah, right. And he got uh, too comfortable, right? Real yeah, quick. He didn't, yeah, you know. yeah. All right. Um, and so, and so, th- this is the other part of the mentoring mm. coming along. Mm-hmm. Now, Han doesn't turn out to be his mentor, so to right. speak. Although he, he's he could be considered a wise elder, elder, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sage, a sage. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, actually, Han becomes Ray's mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. passing down the the baton you mm-hmm. know giving um command of the ship you right, know yeah. saying hey i want a partner yeah. eventually right yeah but this whole thing about uh finn you know he's still kind of keeping up that he's with the resistance mm-hmm. right um which i thought was really comical yeah. and it's funny because i think han solo knew off the bat that he wasn't and that's why he gives him he does act like a sage where he gives him some some very good advice right yeah um there's a scene where finn is trying to tell you know uh convince Han Solo of his stature or his status or whatever and, and remind him that he is an important person. Mr. Right. Big Deal, right? right, right. Him, I'm, a, I'm a big deal in the resistance. He's like, all right, Mr. Big Deal. Uh, he right. said, what you need to be worried about is that uh, women always find out the truth. The truth, right. right. Yeah. So he reads right through him and he has he he knows up front that he has nothing to do with the resistance. It's hilarious. Uh, but he does give him that wonderful advice like, hey, man, yeah, buddy, you're going to get caught. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, it's funny because I don't think Han wants to blow his um right right bu- he was bl- blow his bubble right, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of him that yeah. was sweet of him right, right. Yeah. like all right I'm gonna okay, let you Mr. ride Big this deal. out yeah Mr Big that Deal that was hilarious <laughs> and then um of course the the sh- scene changes and you know they they get away and they you know through the whole <laughs> those monsters and uh, the different monsters trying to kill them and um uh you know finally they get to a place where they're going towards um. Uh, to meet Maz and the Maz castle, right? And we get in, we get into that scene, and I think that's really important because this is where it becomes real, where um, Maz is talking about uh, we got to fight, right? Mm-hmm. We got to fight um, the the uh, the first order, first order, yeah. yeah. And she's seen it over right. and over again, right? Mm-hmm. And she's a thousand years old. Mm-hmm. She has all this wisdom. She has this. Um, ability to see into people mm-hmm. and she has these weird glasses on mm-hmm. too you know that mm-hmm. kind of like um you know maybe the all-seeing eye right sort of yeah glasses mm-hmm. and um at this point you know uh finn is really scared he you know he's saying we need to run we need to hide i've seen what the first order can do firsthand right yeah and you know he knows um the evil that's mm-hmm. in the first order yeah, they'll slaughter us all like all those type of Right. Mm-hmm. So he tells, um, you know, he's saying that, and Maz climbs up on the table, uh-huh. which I thought was just <laughs> that so was funny. Good, yeah. And and Finn's going to Han. What is she doing? What is she doing? <laughs> Han, Solo. What is she doing? <laughs> right. Right. And uh, and uh, uh, so Han Solo says, "I don't know, but it can't be good. Can't be good." <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because he's still playing him on like he knows that she's harmless in that sense, right? Right, right? But it's just like I'm just not gonna bust any bubbles. I'm gonna let you find out what's going on, man. That's like when a kid um, has his mother um, know all the truth, you yeah. know, <laughs> behind all the lies, and yeah. you know. But she she pins him down and says, mm-hmm. you know, I see a man who wants to run, right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you know, he we get to see that something happened to Finn in his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was taken away from his family mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. And um, and that 
was a tra- tragedy and a trauma for him. I'm certain, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, he, he felt that grief yeah. in that moment. Yeah. And I think that speaks to a lot of young men who are dealing with fear and they're afraid and they've had things happen to them in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and all they can think about is, well, if it happened to me in the past, it's going to happen to me in the future. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're not able to see beyond that. They're not able to see that, that they can face things with courage. Yeah. And, you know, so she, she really basically says, you know, you're trying to run. Yeah. And it's interesting. I think there's a, a cultural dynamic that exists for certain people um, in the American context, right? right? If we look at historical legacies and uh, potentially um, it, it it's not limited to people of color. Uh, this is, just an issue in general, but the idea of powerlessness, right? So if I'm looking at my own culture, my own people, just in terms Mm -hmm. of African-Americans, there was a point in time where people were stripped of their identity, right? They were either taken from their continent or they at any point in time when you were slaves in America, you could be taken from your family, right? right? So the idea is like, just like with Finn, being taken from his family, not having power, and in order to to escape the idea of being either enslaved again, mm-hmm. all he has is run, 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 right. right? And so that that idea of him being powerless, powerless is based on him being stripped of his identity, taken right. from his family, and not wanting to be in that place where um, he is, I guess, subject to being told what to do or being given orders or being right. made a slave in a sense, right? right. And so... There's there are guys that I talk to often that don't have power or don't believe that they have power based on them being either emasculated through society or, you know, however that happens and not having that power and feeling hopeless. And that powerlessness leads to hopelessness, which you see in fans like, yo, we have to get out of here. If it was a situation where he was trained from birth to be a hero, he wasn't really. He was trained to be a stormtrooper, which is a blind follower. Right. 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 So in that idea, like when. Maz is saying we need to fight. We need to stand up. We need to uh, uh, come against the First Order. He's like, no, we need to run away because they've already not necessarily brainwashed him, but they have taken power from him in such a way where he doesn't feel like he can fight, where he can stand up, where he can't stand up, I should say, where he can't do anything about it. And it just struck me in that moment like, man, this is... Um, reminds me of like civil rights movements where a lot of black people in the South were afraid to speak up against the Klan. They were right. afraid to speak up against police brutality. They were afraid to speak up against Jim Crow and unjust laws because they felt as if things would get worse for them. So if you don't do anything about it, if you cower, if you run away, if you don't ruffle any feathers, things will be safe for you, which was completely opposite from the truth. But it just felt like the right thing to do. You know, you just 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 don't 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 do that. Right. You know, right. And, and there was a lot of people that weren't happy about um, the civil rights movements and things that people were doing because they felt like it was going to ruffle too many feathers. Right. You know? Right. I think I think this also speaks to a, um, a wider uh, uh, world of young men who learn um, learn helplessness, mm. you know. Uh, regardless of background and culture, learned help helplessness comes from families where there might be alcoholism mm-hmm. or some sort of abuse, some sort of um, you know uh, poverty, where where young men feel as though they're powerless. Mm-hmm. And to to even a bigger picture, and where I often talk to young men about the the our American society has really gone into male bashing mm-hmm. all across the board, mm-hmm. you know, and men are seen, seen as perverts. Men are seen as, um, aggressive, mm-hmm. angry, and there can't be any good in these boys. You know, there can't be any good in men. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it goes the opposite. It makes them look as though they're bad and they're the problem. Now, yeah, I, I understand that. I understand all of that. And I understand that men do have problems and men probably commit more um, violence and more aggression than women mm-hmm. in this in this culture. However, I think when we start off teaching men that they're helpless, then they're going to turn to aggression. Right. They're yeah. going to they're going to turn to anger. Mm-hmm. When we shame men, especially boys, and they're growing up under this shaming that somehow they're 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 wrong or they're bad, mm-hmm. then they're going to be wrong and bad. Right. Yeah. They're going to yeah. you know say, well then fuck it i don't care yeah you know and i saw that living in new york city with all different cultures you know i work with gang members for 20 years and i saw that that it started in the home but Mm -hmm. society perpetuated it and you know was really to bring men down so 
what men need really in, in this day and age is to learn how to use their power mm-hmm. in a healthy way, mm-hmm. in a mature way, and to accept their power for good, mm-hmm. and, you know, for the light, light side, not the, the dark side. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think for guys that are on the other end of uh, the spectrum, if you're listening or if you know somebody in this category where their powerlessness, their helplessness has led to um, not anger, but just just being I don't want to say, well, just just not doing anything. Just being passive. Just being passive. It just yeah. it just let it just leads to feeling defeated, feeling deflated, not having the energy or strength to even be aggressive. You might be angry or whatever, but it just leads to maybe depression right. or sadness right. or maybe some anger. But it just, that anger doesn't become aggressive. It just becomes maybe self hate or just directed towards themselves, and they either engage in self destructive behavior or just do nothing with themselves. Like it's important for them too to also mm-hmm. get that encouragement. Right. You know, get what they need to you know to to be able to press past um, that passivity um, right. and, and things of that nature. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got deep on that one. Yeah. Um, so next up, uh, we see after the kind of interaction uh, with Maz, um, we kind of see. Well, Finn's development, right? right? Ray, Ray, he, you know, he's walking out. Ray's coming after him, and then Ray corners him and says, "You know, what are you doing?" And he, he, he admits to Ray, I, "I'm not a hero. Not a hero. Yeah. You know, you know, we got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Come with me. Right. Right. And this is the part where um, you can see uh, Finn really struggling, but he's also in the full blown. I'm not a hero. I'm, ru- I'm running away. Mm-hmm. And Ray, Ray is saying, no, we got to, you know, we can do this. We got to stick together. And, you know, Finn decides to leave, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that out of his own mouth, he says, I'm no hero. Right. Right. And it's 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 sad to in a sense where he has to break the news to her in that moment where she's excited. She's ready to fight. Maz, everybody's like, yes, we got to do this. And there is hope. Like Maz tells him there is hope. We can do this. I've seen it before. But he's just so defeated. Where he's like, I can't like I don't. And I want to go. I just want to get out of here. Right. And he's trying to convince her, come with me, come with me. Because he's still, I think he's still feeling her. Like, you know, like, hey, be my lady or whatever. I don't know how deep it is. But he's like, hey, again. And it goes to show you that when people are in that mode, they're when they're running, they're going to take, again, it, it. come with me you know it's like hey i know what's about to happen and i know what the, the potentiality could be mm-hmm. and instead mm-hmm. of her being able to encourage him he's like no you need to come with me too like this you should be afraid you should be as nervous as i am right and that again shows more about his character in that moment and and i think though for our development and for men's development it's coming to uh the truth mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think this is where he confesses and and tells the truth mm-hmm. and and maybe that cleared his way towards the change that we're mm-hmm. going to see in him mm-hmm. because you know for young men i often say okay the best way to experience change in your life is to get honest with with ourselves mm-hmm. you know and to uh, be as honest and authentic as possible mm-hmm. and so i think this is his change this is where he takes it turns a corner mm-hmm. it's almost like confession being good for the soul right in a sense um so when he has that moment and talks to her and lets him lets her know like hey i'm putting it all on the table this right. is who I am. This is what it is. Um, but I'm still out of here. <laughs> right. 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 So, yes, after that, he confesses, clears his palate, tries to start over by running away, I guess. Yes. Um, then we have fighters coming. It's all going to hell. Stuff's getting blown up. Ray has her moment where she finds a lifesaver. And then Finn is like, you know what? Something within him kicks in and says, hey, I don't know what what it is. I got to go back. I think he's just going back to get Ray. Right. Right. That's his main yeah. concern, uh, more so than fighting. But then he kind of gets put in the position where he kind of has to step up to the plate, um, which I don't think was his intention. But something kicked in. I don't I don't know. We don't really I don't I don't know. Did you catch it? I don't I didn't really catch anything in that moment saying like this was a definitive moment for him to kind of step up more so than him just being concerned for Ray. And it overruled his desire and his selfishness maybe and his cowardice in running away because he was about to get on board the ship he was literally right. packing stuff up right and then he saw the fighters come and heard the explosions and then he sprung into action and i think this is where he started to grow courage mm. you know he he had already made his confession that he mm. was no hero mm. uh he had made his confession that he wasn't with the resistance mm. um he was leaving he was on the go and then he turned around and i think that turnaround is where he started to get courage you know, I got to go back. I got to go rescue uh, Ray. And, you know, then the whole th- scene changes where Finn is, you know, uh, 
you know, meeting up with Han Solo mm-hmm. and they're, you know, they're fighting mm-hmm. and they were captured. Right. And then, you know, then Poe comes around and you see Poe coming with his uh, fighter and he's, mm-hmm. you know, wiping out everybody, right, even right. shooting people next to him. You yep. know, it's like um, and you see how excited uh, Finn gets, you know, again, the yeah. symbolism of the hero. This is what yeah. a guy's really like. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he faces his fears yeah. and he deals with his issues and, you know, and um, he doesn't he doesn't run away. And I think he does say something about there's Poe, right? Like it's like yeah. he recognizes that that's him, and he gets excited, like, right. like oh, my buddy's back, or right. my mentor, or you know, whoever. It's like that gives him even more courage in that moment, right? And so, you know, so then we see where um, Kylo Ren is carrying Ray off to the ship, mm-hmm. and Finn is screaming and yelling, and he's running towards the ship, you know, um, putting himself in harm's way. He right. could have gotten killed, mm-hmm. uh, but we really now see where he is. Mm-hmm starting to gain courage and mm-hmm. you know needs to face the fear yeah and even for for those that um care about it but the fact that he grabs the lightsaber he could have grabbed any weapon right right um but he grabs a lightsaber and we meant we forgot to mention the part where uh he was like i need a weapon i need a weapon right. i need a weapon yeah ma says yeah. you have a weapon right right which was really a, a handoff to whether or not um Finn has the force in him. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Because she she said, "Well, go get one." Or right. She could have said, "Go get one," right. but she, you know, said, "You have a weapon. Use mm-hmm. that lightsaber." Basically. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and this is where we see that um, he has possibly has mm-hmm. the force in yeah. him. And it's, it's so many different I don't know metaphors or whatever that in that moment it's like you know you have a lightsaber you have it in your hand you have the tools like it's almost like you there's your heart is there like it's it could just be in reference to so many parts of Finn like hey you already have what you need Mm -hmm. the courage is there the hero is there the confidence is there you just have to use it you have to tap into it's in your hand like these things are in your hand like you have them and he just needed somebody to remind him or tell him or like to to turn that switch that flip flip that flip that switch i was gonna switch that flip <laughs> to flip that switch for him right right in a situation um and then it's just like oh light bulb you can kind of see that light oh i do have a weapon oh it is in my hand oh i can use this you know you know when we talk to men about their own hearts mm-hmm. and and you know we really say to them look um you know we're not here to do it for them mm-hmm. we really believe in people and we believe that people can find yeah, their own true. solution and true. their own truth right so but sometimes they need to hear it from somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to hear like a ma say, but you have the weapon, you have a weapon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for our own uh, understanding of therapy and how, how young men um, can gain courage and turn their lives around, uh, they really do have it within themselves. Right. We're not here to do it for them. We're here to, to encourage them and, and help them to find that. Mm-hmm. And once they do, you know, we see change. Right. We absolutely see change in people. Absolutely. So, you know, that's where I think, again, Finn is developing his character, his own personal character, mm-hmm. and, and starting to understand, you know, that he has, he, you know, he has something uh, within him. Yeah. And it, I think, it, like you said, it points back to the whole meeting your mentor and, and having those those allies, right? These are the things right. that happen when you have a good mentor, when you have good allies, people that will encourage you, that will lift you up, that will speak right. into your life, that will give you the encouragement um, as opposed to discouragement, you know, or putting you down. And we don't, we don't, I just think we need to do that more, especially right. as men. We right. taught in a culture where you don't need that. It's a lie. It's not the truth. And we absolutely need those mentors. We absolutely need those allies. We absolutely need that encouragement. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we got we we so he's got the lightsaber, fending people off. We see where Finn wants to go after Ray. Like and then Han and Chewie were just looking and he's a of, of all the people that actually want to go and fight, right? right and go right. get Ray from Kylo Ren, it's Finn. And right. he's and he's looking around like, what are you? Why are we not? You know what I mean? And I think Han Solo and was well, well, I don't know about Chewie, but Han's is like live to fight another day. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. I saw it. Right. <laughs> he got her. Right. Yeah, we're gonna go get the resistance. You know what right. I mean? And it's it's and I don't know if that speaks to him being wise as an older person or his fearfulness himself. But it's amazing to see Finn was he wanted to go. He was ready to go right. head first. Like we just gotta go get her. Right. You know? And so that was I thought that was key. And we then we they go to the planet where Princess Leia. Uh, is there mm-hmm. and Poe pops up mm-hmm. and Finn is excited mm-hmm. and there's a, something special that happens here I think it's important that we we, we talked about possibly Poe being the first mentor right. to Finn mm-hmm. 
uh, encouraging him. And this is, I think, more powerful, this scene, because uh, Poe notices that Finn has his jacket on. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. and hey, you got my jacket, mm-hmm. and you know Finn wants to return it to him, yeah. and Poe says, "No, it fits you well." Yeah. And I think that's like yeah. a passing of the mantle, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Yeah. Passing of of okay, you can be a hero too. Yeah. You know, I wore this jacket as a hero. Um, you got a lightsaber now. You right, know, right, you, you right, need right, a jacket to right, go with right, it, right? right. <laughs> gotta, it's like being a motorcycle rider, man. Right, you gotta right. have everything. You gotta have all yeah. all the accessories, right? right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so, but I think it's so symbolic here, mm-hmm. and and again, this is the huge development in yeah. the character of Finn. He's starting to own his own mm-hmm. his own power, mm-hmm. and he's understanding that he has something to contribute. And then, you know, then we see them on the this death planet mm-hmm. with Han and uh, Chewbacca outside, and uh, this is a, a funny scene where Han says, uh, "So, what did you do?" Uh-huh. And and basically, um, Finn said, uh, "Well, I, I worked in garbage disposal, basically <laughs> sanitation." He said, "Sanitation, I worked, yeah, I worked Sanit- in sanitation, sanitation." Okay, right, right, right. Uh, that makes it sound nicer, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so it's hilarious here because Han is like freaking out. Like, right, they've he, left the comfort of the planet, they're com- or the base. They're coming to save Ray, and he's lying about what he did. Right, right, like, right. Like yeah. I, I know, sir. I thought you were an engineer. I thought you had. You know, so you were you worked in the, the sanitation department. All right, and so he checks him like well, I what clean toilets, to? basically. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> How the heck? Are, and then, but it's great because it shows like his ability to like press past his fear. Right, he's, right. he's no longer afraid of uh, the re- the regime. Uh, he's no longer afraid of the uh, what are they? The, um, the first order. The first order. Um, and he wants to go rescue this girl. You know, and right. so again, if it's love interest or whatever the case may be, him being a hero, he's stepped into a place where hey, yeah. All I did was work in sanitation, but we'll figure this thing out. You know what I mean? I've seen enough of things working out in our benefit, in our favor, things just happening, and I'm ready to go do this. Right. You know, if if there's a young guy listening right now who thinks, well, I don't have a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't had any great jobs yet. Well, you know, uh, recognizing that, you know, we can change mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we can grow. Yep. And you know, the best is still to come. And so I think Finn basically saying, hey, I work for sanitation was a confession. (laughs) Right. But (laughs) it's funny because Finn then says, but we can use the force, (laughs) right? (laughs) And even Solo says, that's not what the force is for. Right, that's not how it works, right? Right, yeah. So, but but it's Finn recognizing Mm -hmm. that maybe there's a higher power. Right, right. Or that there's a a force of of will within him, Mm -hmm. you know, courage that comes out Mm -hmm. uh, in those moments. Mm -hmm. And I think he's really starting to connect to that. Yeah, I I think that's great. Like you said, recognizing like, hey, this force thing is real. Y'all showed me that. So why can't we just, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's funny in his naivety uh, and not knowing how the force works, but just like whatever we got to do by any means necessary. And again, I might have started off in the sanitation, but right now I'm working towards being a boss, right? As, as we right. say on Black Twitter, right? Boss. Well, nice. B a w s e. Okay. All right. Uh, hashtag boss. But <laughs> moving along. So the the idea is yes. All right. We here. We got to figure out what to do. We're gonna save Ray. I wasn't sanitation, but we are gonna make this thing work. Then the next scene is, I guess, all of them kind of um, watching me- the the scene between Kylo Ren and. Han Solo and Han Solo. Oh, before that though, when uh, they they busted in and uh, oh, what's that's right. the the tr- the troop leader? What was her name again? Uh, uh, Captain Phasma. Yeah, Captain Phasma. I'm assuming she's a female. I sound like she's yeah, a female. Yeah, so, she is. Right. So it's like him uh, wanting to get revenge on her. Right? right. It was still comical in a sense, like putting her in a trash compactor because she's looked like she's made of metal. <laughs> but it was just the idea that it was like him finally being able to boss his bully. You know right, what I mean? Right, like getting right. the best of somebody that had been maybe tormenting him, bullying him, pushing him around. You know what I mean? And it was being, really comical, yeah. too. He kept saying, I'm in charge now. I'm right, in right, charge right. now. Right. <laughs> like now I get to be the boss. Right. right? right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it goes along with your your Twitter remark there. Uh-huh. It's like we want to become the boss. You know? The boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you say it, you got to say boss. 
I'll leave that to okay, you. All okay, all right, cool. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> they won't listen to us anymore. Right? <laughs> so he becomes a boss, right? And it's, it's funny, like, you see that that child in him again, right? So we saw with um, Poe and him being excited about the blasters, but it's like now he's taking the, the bull by the horns, taking the horse by the reins, and, like, now he's in control. And you can see that potentially something happened to him in his youth where he wasn't in control before, right? right where he right. didn't have the ability to call his own shots and maybe uh, – choose his own destiny or whatever the case may be but it's just like again like the giddiness that comes from that and that's what will happen guys that are listening when you start to walk in your calling when you start to kind of um, form your own and start to blaze your own trail per, right, per se right. you get that excitement you get that encouragement you, you'll be able to walk with your head held high um, and it's an amazing feeling it it, is. It, but it comes from leaving the unknown going on this journey finding a mentor like all these different things and facing it, your fears facing your fears like it's yeah. and it has to happen but it, you can see in that moment like he's he's like realizing yo like I I got something here right you know and right. I, I, I can try to control some things right and there's, there's more to me than, than I even knew myself and that's and that's where we come to the scene where um, they're running down the, these corridors and you know uh, they're looking for Ray mm-hmm. and and you know Han and Chewie actually have another mission which is to blow up the the the, the machine mm-hmm. that's gonna you know the death machine mm-hmm. um, and so uh, you know they stumble on Ray and that's a little bit of a comical scene there right, yeah. you know. Um, especially with uh, Han shaking his head and right. you know Finn going, "Why are you doing this? Why are you right, doing right, this?" Right, 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 you know. So they see Ray, and then Ray and um, uh, Finn meet face to face. Almost Ray almost shoots him, right? Right, uh, because they come around that corner. But then you know, uh, Ray uh, Finn shows concern for mm-hmm. Ray. Very happy to right. see Ray. And Chewie says it was him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's a good Chewie. I don't know if it yeah. was. Yeah, that was a good one. Right. And 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 translation was it was Finn's idea. Right. So then Ray realizes and they embrace mm-hmm. and hug and you know, there's this bond that begins yeah. between he and Ray, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. In that moment, it made me wonder, is this bond going to be like brother-sister or is it going to be romantic? Because it it's strong. The, the vibes yeah. are strong. And that's when guys go wrong, like, oh, I'm feel, I'm feeling her. She's feeling right, me. Let me right. go ahead and shoot this. And right. she's like, no, I, I friend zone. And then you're sad, <laughs> right? But that's another story for another day. But I thought that was interesting. Like, I, I want to know where this goes. Like, yes. you know. I do, too. Yeah. It, it it leaves us with big questions, right, right? Right, and it had the same vibe to me as uh, Leia and um, and Luke before they found out they were brother and sister, right? Because yeah. they kind of were vibing a little bit, yeah, right, yeah. on some romantic yeah. tip. So yes, and Han was throwing out the jealousy, right, 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 right making yeah. Luke feel jealous, uh-huh. you know, and Leia, uh-huh. or pissing Leia off, basically. Yeah. Yep. So we come to the scene, and of course, you know, we've done the scene on Kylo Ren and Han, and mm-hmm. how tragic that was. Man. With, don't you remind know, me. You know, that was so sad yeah. with um, Ben, Kylo Ren, uh, killing Han Solo, mm-hmm. his dad. Mm-hmm. And then we have this face-off, mm-hmm. um, the scene where Kylo Ren is now facing Rey and Finn. And I think this is the real yeah. he- heavy-duty scene. It. You know, mm-hmm. this is where the hero comes out. Mm-hmm. The courage comes. You know, um, initially, Kylo Ren says, uh, Han Solo can't save you anymore. Because he's dead, right? Yeah, right. Literally can't save. Yeah, him. <laughs> literally. Uh-huh. And 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 so you know, Ray reacts and says, "You're a monster," and be, and holds up the blaster and is about to and and goes to shoot Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren uses the force mm-hmm. uh, to push her back into the tree, and Finn really just panics here because he sees Ray is hurt and right. he runs to Ray, yeah. and you see in the background Kylo Ren with the lightsaber. And he's saying, and he's screaming out, traitor to Finn. Right, yeah. And this is where the the whole coward, the whole fearful one, the mm-hmm. whole helpless guy mm-hmm. is now transformed yeah. because he has that moment. Yeah. It's funny because you can see in those two moments. So when Ray calls uh, Kylo a coward, he gets pissed. Boom, right? Mm-hmm. right? Something about that word mm-hmm. triggered him, right? Knocks her out with the force. But then when Kylo calls Finn a traitor, Finn is like, hold up. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like that same response. And I don't know if that's machismo or whatever it was that kicked in. But when he called him a traitor, that like, like, 
first of all, you just knocked my girlfriend out or whoever. I was sister girlfriend. We had yet to see what she's going to be. Right. You just knocked her out. He's already pissed about that. And then you have the nerve to call him a traitor. Like he had had enough of these names. He went from being just a FN, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, the numbers better than me to being a thief <laughs> when he meets Ray to finally getting to a point where he has some courage. And then to hear this dude call him a traitor. He's like, hold on, man. I right. got something for you. I got right. your traitor. Right. I got your traitor. And you see him. He he stands up and he has the lightsaber in mm-hmm. his hand. Yep. And he turns it on. Yeah. Kylo yeah. Ren says that that lightsaber belongs to me. Right. And he turns it on and say, "Come get it. Come get it. Come right? get it." Yeah. yeah. And then they go into that battle scene. You you know, and it's funny because Kylo Ren. You think when he he takes the lightsaber and this is a that new lightsaber with mm-hmm. you know fire coming out three mm-hmm. points uh-huh. and burns Finn and Finn's screaming right. Um, and Ray is kind of coming uh, to at that point, um, but then pushes him back and gives a blow to right, Kylo Ren. Right. I mean, that's really significant yeah. to me is that now the hero comes out and says, I'm going to fight my dragon. Right. Yep. You know, I'm going to fight my fears. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight this um, darkness and I'm going to give it a blow. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, in every story, it's important to understand. And, you know, when we talk about our, our own lives, we're going to fight fear. We're going to have to fight, you know, the things that hold us back. But it's not going to be so easy as just, mm. you know, killing the dragon. Right. You know, so, you know, Kylo Ren gives him a blow and pretty much puts him out. Right. And, yeah. and you know, now he's going into what I would consider in the hero's journey the the death and rebirth experience and going into the cave you know Mm -hmm. so you see you see uh finn at the end being unconscious Mm -hmm. right and ray giving him a kiss on the forehead right right? that this is a significant point where the story ends but we understand that you know finn's not out of the story Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at this point it's like full transition like in various moments finn has had to step up right and kind of the moments forced him into becoming something, right? So when he thinks he's about to rescue Ray and she handles her own business, when right. he runs back to save Ray again because the the Maz's uh temple comes under attack, right? Um and then in this moment where Ray's knocked out and it's it's like the moment forces him to step up. It's like LeBron James in game seven of the finals. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like I, I gotta do what I have to do, right? right? And so the moment forced him, he has to he the hero emerges because he has to step up. Right. And that shows you where he is. Like, hey, he could have run away. He could be like, Well, Ray, you're on your own. It was good knowing you. Right. Right. Or he, he could have pulled one of those where he tried to drag her away. Right. Gotta get out of here. Wake up, wake up, right. wake up. He's right. like, No, I'm I'm gonna fight. Like right. we, this is what we're about to do right now. Right. And like you said, he faces dragon, his dragon gets the best of him in that moment. Right. But hopefully, you know, as the story will unfold, we'll see him be able to face his, his dragon again. Absolutely. Um, and but the the fact of the matter is he he did it and he didn't run. He's been running the whole time, running, running, running. I the dude says I've seen what they can do. Right. I know what they can do. I've right. I've seen it firsthand. He's facing the leader of the first hand stuff right. that he's seen. Right. This is the guy that, that that perpetuates all the violence and the death and the murder and the mayhem that I've seen. Right. And I'm going to fight him directly. Right. That is that is. Nuts! That takes balls, man. Right. Is that okay to say? Yeah, you I guess know what so. I'm saying. Like I, you know, I, I don't. I'm trying to not male bash in the sense of man up, but like, right. yo, like he he nuts up as we say where I'm from, and he goes ahead and right. and and faces that the ultimate dragon, the biggest challenge. Right. And we're gonna find out later on when we talk about the hero's journey that there's this whole aspect of our shadow, and you know that's that's our fear, the darker side. You know, it's it's the side that you know kylo ren is like on the inside of us and we got to face it and so he actually takes courage you know there's no uh no no courage without fear Mm -hmm. so you know he's facing his fear he's got fear but he's also taking courage now yeah and he's going to take care of his dragon so to speak or kylo ren Mm -hmm. so when we talk to young men and uh, you know hopefully someone's listening to this podcast that this will reach that you know this is something that um, we can do and all men can do it. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, we can change. I believe that um, it's important to face our fears and to deal with uh, our, our demons, so to speak, mm-hmm. or our own personal Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and, um, and, and really have change in our lives. Yeah. And it's so key to understanding as far as men and our development that it doesn't matter if you've tried and failed. 
Um, it doesn't matter if you've never tried. It right. doesn't matter if you've used your your force for evil, you know, and fall over into the dark side. Um, whatever the case may be, it's never too late. Um, you're never at a point where you're too far gone. It's just a matter of having to face those fears mm -hmm. um, and coming into your own and getting the help that you need. And this is why we do this podcast. This is why we're therapists. We want to see men be better. Absolutely. And we, we, we again, we can't say it enough. Like, it's never too late. Right. You, it's never, ever, 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 ever too late. And we would love to kind of walk you through that process. And hopefully hearing this is the first step into to right. getting off the couch or whatever it is that's going on um, so that you can come and get the help you need. Yep. Um, well, this has been a great episode. Yes, I really uh, enjoyed this. Yeah, we got excited. Hopefully, y'all had the patience to bear with us and stick it out. Uh, we went a little long this time, but it was because we had good stuff. And yeah, this, is, this, this is, is a great, great character. Yeah, this is for you. Um, there's many more to come. Um, again, I, I, I'm running out of words. I don't think I think I've. That's it. Please share us yes. with others. And you know, if you want, come to our website. What's our website? Of myths and men. O F. M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N.com of MiffsMen.com. Yes. Yep. Yes. And contact us. All of that's on the back end of the show. Um, but again, we encourage you. We're here in Atlanta, Georgia. Come see us. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this has been of Myths and Men. Thank you for listening to of Myths and Men podcast. If you or someone you know may be in need of therapeutic or counseling services or even life coaching, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our contact phone number is 770 674-0553. You can also reach us via email at contact at ofmythsandmen.com. That's contact at O-F-M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N.com. Our web address is ofmythsandmen.com. And again, that's spelled O-F-M-Y-T-H-S-A-N-D-M-E-N.com. Thank you for listening.